Thank you for tuning in to the Fly Mastery Podcast, where our goal is to provide tools, resources, and insights that empowers driven individuals to become the masters of their financial independence journey. I'm Peter Donisanu, and today we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. Whether you want to admit to it or not, chances are that the work that you're about to put into one or more of your financial resolutions this year likely will soon end in frustration and disappointment. So what can you do to ensure that your financial resolutions stay on the right track heading into the new year? Well, one way is to focus your goals on becoming rather than doing. Whether you earn a six-figure income and you're still broke, or simply trying to take control of your finances, doing the work of learning a new financial management technique, determining your retirement number, or achieving some material outcome may not be the approach you need. What might better suit your situation and help you stay committed to and crush your New Year's resolution is rather reframing your relationship with money, rewriting your money scripts, and ultimately becoming the master of your financial independence journey. So with that, let's jump into today's podcast. Who doesn't like a fresh start? The beauty of New Year's resolutions is that we all have an opportunity to fully commit to losing weight, getting organized, or finally saving more money at the start of the year. In fact, resolving to change one's life for the better is a tradition that goes back millennia, starting with the ancient Babylonians' 12-day New Year's celebration. During the Akidu festival, Babylonians promised the gods to return borrowed items and pay down their debts. In more recent developments, some historians note clippings from an 1813 Boston newspaper documenting what could be considered the first contemporary use of the New Year's resolution. Whatever the origins of this tradition, the fact is that many of us will create financial resolutions in the coming days only to find those well-intentioned goals falling short soon after they're conceived. In fact, one study from sports company Strava using over 800 million user-logged activities in 2019 found that individuals are likely to give up on their fitness goals by January 19, less than three weeks into the start of the new year. Another study from Scranton University found that only roughly 19% of individuals keep the resolutions throughout the entire year. The data go on to show that the majority of New Year's resolutions are in fact abandoned by mid-January, confirming findings from other different studies. Whether you want to admit to it or not, the chances are that the work that you're about to put into one or more of your financial resolutions this year likely will soon end in frustration and disappointment. So what can you do to ensure that your financial resolutions stay onto the right track heading into the new year? Well, one way is to focus your goals on becoming rather than doing. Let's face it, the past two years have derailed many of our New Year's resolutions and life goals as we've rightfully focused on doing everything necessary to keep ourselves and our loved ones safe. Even so, heading into year three of this healthcare crisis, many of us have a choice to set our sights on a bigger goal of thriving financially rather than surviving in a day-to-day -day uncertainty. While external circumstances can be a reason for goal failure, they can also be an excuse for not getting to the heart of what's preventing long-term success with your financial plan. Quite often, that roadblock is being focused on doing the work to achieve a goal rather than first taking the time to understand who you need to become to make your New Year's resolution a reality. 
Indeed, some individuals will suggest that the way to improve your odds of achieving your resolution is to ensure that you're defining SMART goals, and those are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. And while SMART goals are important, more often than not, what many well-intentioned individuals miss is what needs to happen before those specific goal-setting processes begins. And that is asking yourself, who do I need to become this year to make my financial resolutions a reality? One school of thought suggests that individuals operate in one of two modes, doing mode and being mode. The doing mode individual is focused on explicitly defining a goal, then developing a system to monitor their progress and striving for the future outcomes that they're attempting to achieve. Whether it's a reward that you plan to give yourself for accomplishing the goal or a threat like the potential shame experienced from family and friends when that goal isn't achieved, quite often this carrot and stick approach sets the stage for a possible resolution failure. When you shift your approach to accomplishing resolutions from doing mode to being mode, there's a broader sense of alignment with your daily actions, your choices, and your behaviors with who you are as an individual. When you approach your goals from a being mode, saving more money or investing in a disciplined manner isn't just a task, it's a way of life. You're simply doing what's natural for who you are as an individual. When positive developments or setbacks occur, they're viewed as part of a natural process of being rather than a good or bad outcome. This approach to being is essential because when your New Year's resolution is at odds with who you believe to be, you're more likely to experience self-sabotage and reject the new habits that you've identified for yourself. Such a disconnect often leads to what psychologists call cognitive dissonance or the mental anguish of holding two competing thoughts simultaneously. Fortunately, becoming the person who does the desired behaviors is one way to overcome this resistance. At first glance, many individuals will dismiss the notion of becoming and state that what's really needed is focus, discipline, and a firm commitment to accomplishing goals. While there's some truth to this notion, again, the reality is that your subconscious mind does not like to engage in habits or behaviors that conflict with your identity. For example, a New Year's resolution to become more disciplined with your household spending could quickly become derailed if you don't intrinsically believe that you're a good steward of your finances. Indeed, your first misstep after setting a financially prudent resolution likely could prompt a negative internal dialogue like, I'm not good with money, or I'll never be good with money, so what's the point of trying to save? When this disconnect arises, it potentially could leave you to abandoning a worthwhile goal for the coming year. So how can you overcome this negative self-talk and self-sabotage? Well, one way to overcome cognitive dissonance is to either change your thoughts, change your behavior, or justify your behavior by adding new thoughts. In his book, Atomic Habits, James Clear points out how we are likely to meet resistance when we start new habits that are inconsistent with our self-image. For example, a couch potato could have an ambitious goal of completing a marathon in the coming year. Certainly, willpower and self-discipline likely will lead to some progress initially, that is, until the individual begins to experience setbacks like an injury or scheduling conflict, which naturally leads them to give up on their goal of running in that marathon. But if you cast that goal differently, if your goal is to become a runner rather than accomplishing a running feat like running a marathon, then the daily 1% improvements that Clear outlines in his book naturally will lead you to get to the kind of shape you need to compete in a marathon. 
So from this perspective, once you've identified who you want to become, achieving your New Year's resolution continues to progress by aligning your daily habits with the outcomes necessary to become the person you need to be. So how is this accomplished? Well, clear refers to the work necessary as the four laws of behavior change. The first is to make it obvious, that is, list all the steps that need to happen to make your new goals a reality. Number two, make it attractive. Link your new routine with behaviors that you already enjoy doing. Number three is to make it easy. Simplify your environment to make your new habit easy to accomplish. And number four is to make it satisfying. Create intrinsic rewards when you complete behaviors that align with your identity. Starting with this approach could help you overcome resistance as you put in the work to become the person you want to be this year and accomplish your essential life goals. Now, it's easy to say that an individual who wants to run a marathon should focus on becoming a runner first. So who does an individual need to become to save more money or become more disciplined as an investor? Well, from this perspective, consider becoming the master of your financial independence journey. What we're talking about here in the simplest of terms is that financial independence represents a state of financial well-being where you have enough money to pursue experiences of utmost value. Unless you're already retired or anticipating a financial windfall, becoming financially independent requires a daily discipline of creating, growing, and preserving financial wealth. Considering the journey itself, the path to mastery forces you to think outside of your constraints of the money script presented to you by other people. Indeed, pursuing those experiences that satisfy feelings core to your value system can activate high levels of intrinsic motivation and potentially reduce the yo-yo effect of unconscious savings and spending decisions. What's more, the journey itself becomes transformative. For example, each step in the wealth building process, whether that's creating, growing, preserving wealth, serves as an explicit role in helping you move towards financial independence. Each of these steps requires you to learn disciplines that enable you to build wealth for the long term. And because the knowledge you're gaining serves an intrinsically defined purpose, its application likely will have a more profound impact on your achieving financial independence than learning money management techniques simply for the sake of knowledge or to mark off a completed resolution for the year. You know, when it comes down to it, many individuals see their financial choices as discrete win-lose outcomes. They think of their behaviors as things that need to be done, and more often than not, people play the game of life trying not to lose, settling for comfort rather than striving for a goal for which they may fail. They're looking for quick fixes and a temporary relief to get them through their day. While this approach may work initially, a deliberate lack of understanding of what intrinsically motivates you might leave you feeling stuck in a perpetual cycle of earning and spending more, but making little headway towards long-term financial goals. Whether you're earning six figures and you're still broke, or you're simply trying to take control of your finances, doing the work of learning a new financial management technique, determining your retirement number, or achieving some material outcome may not be the approach you need. What might better suit your situation and help you stay committed to and crush your New Year's resolution is reframing your relationship with money, rewriting your money scripts, and ultimately becoming the master of your financial independence journey. Well, that's it for now. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Phi Mastery Podcast. To learn more about our research, visit us at phimastery.com. 
or email us at questions at franklinmadisonadvisors.com. Until next time, I'm Peter Donisanu, wishing you and yours abundant health and prosperity as you pursue your own financial independence journey. Find Mastery Podcast is brought to you by Franklin Madison Advisors, Inc. Franklin Madison Advisors is a registered investment advisor firm with its registration and principal place of business in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Registration of an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. This commentary and forecast are limited to the dissemination of general information pertaining to Franklin Madison Advisors investment advisory services and general economic and market conditions and are subject to change without notice. The information shared today is not intended to be personal, legal, investment, or tax advice or a solicitation to buy or sell any security or engage in a particular investment strategy. For additional information about Franklin Madison Advisors, including fees and services, please contact Franklin Madison Advisors or refer to the Investment Advisor Public Disclosures.